0: Oh yes, Lord. Have your way in our lives this morning, oh God. We are gathered here because of you. It's all about you, oh God. If you're here this morning, it's all about you, Father. Lord, speak a word in season. Let grace accompany your word. And let your word of oh God perform its full purpose in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. It's our month of love. And we went to very powerful teaching last Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen. I just love the theme for this month, sincerely. It's our month of love. And the greatest desire of every child of God is to fall in love, grow in love, and remain in love with God. Hallelujah. It is important for us to love God more than anyone and anything else in this life. Loving God positions you or is a great opportunity to be massively blessed by God. This month of March I pray may our love for God be deepened in the name of Jesus. It is my prayer that in this month of March we will have an intimate relationship with God. It is my prayer to God for all of us that in this month of March we'll make God our first love. Let me have Matthew 22, 34 to 38. New King James Version, please. But when the Pharisees heard that, he had silent Sadducees. They gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first, if you read that King James, it is the greatest commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all of your heart. I love the emphasis there. All. All of your heart. All of your soul. And all of your mind. It literally means that God must become your first love. All of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind means that you must be intoxicated in the love of God.
1: You must be illuminated
0: with the love of God. You must be so passionate about God more than any other thing in this world. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, everything about you. With all of your mind, with all of your soul, everything that concerns you is God. But one amazing thing is that when you fall in love with somebody, you don't struggle to do things for the person. They say that when you are in love, people become fools for love. They become blind in love. Because when you're in love, you do things without struggle. You you do things without thinking twice. It's just, you're moved by love. You know, when you're in love, it doesn't matter the distance between you and your love. No matter the distance, it's like a stone through. It's like love can make you do wild, wild, wild things. Things that you would normally not do. Like it's straight. You just do it without stress. You will not think. Hallelujah. That is why God is telling us that we must fall in love with him. This month, I see God releasing grace upon this church. I see God making us men and women of love. Passionate for God. Hallelujah. I see that grace coming upon us in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Let me talk to you about five things to note about loving God, briefly. Let me have Psalm 91 verse 14 to 15. It says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Your love for God determines how well you do in life. Your love for God determines how high you go in life. Your success in life is determined By the love and the level of love you have. He said, I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. Because he has set his love on me. I will set him on high. So how high you want to go in life is determined by your love and your passion for God. Number two, your love for God guards you. Bible says in Zechariah 2 verse 8 that he makes you the apple of his eye. When anybody touches you, the person touches the very eye of God because you are in love with God. When you set your heart on God, he protects you. He guards you. Hallelujah. Number three, he helps you in times of trouble. That's why he says verse 15 in Psalm 91 verse 15. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. When you set your heart on God, God always protects you. No matter the situation that you go through, even if it's a hopeless situation, God gives you hope, even in the hopeless situation. Because you have set your heart upon him. Now the truth is that when you set your heart on God, God will never cause you to be disgraced. Hallelujah. Number four. He gives you peace and soundness of mind. Hallelujah. God gives you peace and soundness of mind. Let me have Matthew 11 verse 28, our anchor scripture for this year. It's our year of Christ-like leaving, Jesus Christ was a man of love. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest. Come to me. Rest means peace. Soundness of mind. When you set your heart on God, he gives you peace. Bible even says in Proverbs 16 verse 7 that he caused your enemies to be at peace with you. Those who hate you, when you set your heart on God, he will cause those who hate you to come and make peace with you. Meaning that God does not want anything to distract you or take your attention from him. Proverbs 16 verse 7 please. Hallelujah. When a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Glory to God. In this month, I see your enemies making peace with you. I said, I see your enemies making peace with you. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Now, let me quickly define what love is. The amount of love. I want to give two definitions of what love is. Two definitions of what love is. There are two words that define love, from my understanding. Love is unconditional. Love has no strings attached. Bible says that God first loved us, not because of anything. True love of God is unconditional. It is not based on anything. It is not based on who you are, the name you bear, or where you come from. It has no strings attached. But one amazing thing is that most Christians of today profess to love God. But in actual fact, they are loving God for his hand and not for his heart. We chase after God for his blessings and the benefits and not for his heart. Verse Samuel 13, 13 to 14. I want to share something with you. Loving God must be unconditional. Whether you give me, whether you bless me or you don't bless me, I just love you. And Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandments of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. Verse 14. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself. A man after his own heart. Tell you something. David was not loving God because he wanted to be somebody in the future. David was not loving God because of benefits. David was not loving God because of who he wanted to be. He did not even think about that he would become a king. It was not in his wildest dream. But tell you something, David's love for God took him to the top. When you set your heart on God and love him unconditionally, listen to this, he gives you much more than you even desire. Don't chase after God for his hands. Don't chase after God for benefits. Don't chase after God for husband or wife. Don't chase after God for money. Don't chase after God for position. Don't chase after God for anything. Chase God for his heart. Many are in churches. They run from one place to the other because they are looking for benefits. But tell you something, in this month of March, God is giving us an unconditional love. Hallelujah. Unconditional love. First Corinthians 2 verse 9. What God wants to do in our lives, we have not yet even imagined. We haven't even thought about it. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor yet heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared, oh my God, for those who Who love him? Oh my God. God wants to take you to the top. Beyond your wildest dream. But it will take your love to get to the top. As we go through this month, desire God to give you a heart for him. As we go through this month, listen to this. Pray that your love for God be rekindled. Some of us, when we first give our life to Christ, we're like crazy about God. God wants that passion back. Pray to God to give you unconditional love. Even if God has not blessed you. Tell God, God, it's not your blessings I want. I just want to know you. I just want to, have, I just want to love you. Tell God, please, it's not the blessings. God knows what you need. You give him much more than what you need. Tell God, please, it's not the blessings. I want you. I want to know you. I want to be in love with you. Number two, love is not only a feeling but an act. Love is generally defined as a feeling or a strong or deep affection for someone. It is also explained to adore or to cherish someone or to hold in high esteem or to care about someone or to become fond of someone. That is what generally love is defined as. But the true love of God, which is a copy love, is an act. The feeling is followed by an act. It is what you do. And what you keep doing, that shows the love you profess. I remember when I first became born again, I was I gave my life to Christ some years back. Sometimes I'll wake up early in the morning, and in, in the sitting room in my house, I'll just be crying to God. And like Nothing is wrong with me, I'll just be crying, God, I miss you, God, I love you. And I'll just be weeping, I want to, I wish I knew your house, I would... I'll come and just look. I'm not coming to bother you. I'll just come and look at your house and pass by. Oh God, I wish I could look at your feet. Look and I see your feet. And I'll be just sitting there and crying. And one time God told me that. Hesba, it's not what you tell me. It is what you do for me. It is not what you tell me that you love me. It is what you do. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave, he acted, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 21, verse 15 to 16. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, feed my sheep. He said to him again, second time. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend or feed my sheep. Second time. Look at this. And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved. He was sad because he said to him third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, what did he say again? Act. Show that you love me. It's not you telling me that you love me. But show that you love me. John 14 verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, do something. Hallelujah. How well do we love God? There's a song. How deep is your love? How deep is your love for God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Leviticus 6, verse 12 to 13. Leviticus 6, verse 12 to 13. And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order on it. And it shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Verse 13. A fire shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. The fire of your love should always be burning for God. It should never go out. Some of us, our love for God is going out. Our love for God is growing cold. But listen to this. Even when you light a fire, Even if it's a bonfire, and you light the fire, and you don't put wood inside once in a while, the fire dies out. But if you want to keep the fire burning, as often as you put wood, the fire burns. Hallelujah. Some of us, we have left the wood out of the fire, and the fire is going cold. It's dying out. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. All your mind and all your soul. How deep is your love for God? Oftentimes, we get so occupied with events of life. Before we know it, our fire is going down. Hallelujah. If God has not given you what you expect from him, would you still love him? If God has not given you what you desire of him, will you still love him? Please ask somebody. If God has not given you what you want, will you still love him? the next person, if God has not given you what you want. Would you still love him? Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Let me talk to you quickly about signs of cold love. Ways that you can tell that your love is going cold. Or your love is going out. When you begin to lose interest in spiritual things. For example, prayer. You used to wake up in the night and pray. Used to come for prayer meetings. Now you be, you're beginning to love sleep. You enjoy sleep. And you give an excuse that, oh, I'm tired and I'm tired and then tiredness never goes out. But no matter how tired we are, we still go to work. Hallelujah. Sometimes we drive in the morning to work and insist people are yelling in their car. <sighs> but they are still driving to work. So it's as I said, we love our jobs more than we love God. Hallelujah. When you seem to find it difficult to even read your Bible and give a hundred reasons why you can't find time to read your Bible. You pick up your Bible to read and you, 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 before you know it, you are sleeping. The interest is going out. But some years back, the Bible was always in your back. You're always reading the Bible as if it was, it was, you're going to run exams with it. Hallelujah. I believe I'm dialing some phone numbers here this morning. Amen. So when you begin to lose interest in spiritual things, it's a sign that your love is going cold. You'll find it difficult to read the Bible, but you can stay on social media for hours looking at the post pictures. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, name it. But as soon as you pick your Bible, you sleep. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's very interesting. Let me have um, Hebrews 10 verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, by exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching hallelujah so you, you don't have to give an excuse when you see that you, you are not able to do those things that you used to do when you cannot fast so when you see that you, you cannot avoid some wache and some in the mornings and when you hear the smell you have to eat even though it has been declared that we are fasting it's a sign that your love is doing what? It's getting cold hallelujah when you begin to give excuses for godly obligations, church attendance, love is an act. You cannot come to church because you have to watch on a Sunday morning. Sunday morning, you are watching. Hallelujah. Some people who say that I went to a, accompany a friend to a wedding. How can you? You've gone to a wedding on Saturday. Why do you have to go and accompany the person to on Sunday? Are you a family? No, I don't understand. You are not family. People go for funeral, and then you go. You went for the funeral on Saturday. Sunday, go to your church. You are following them. What you want to go and eat again? You are not family, it is the family that go for Thanksgiving. You follow, go to your church. Hallelujah. Tell somebody when you go for funerals, when you go for weddings, on Sunday, go to your church. Don't follow them. Hallelujah. All kinds of excuses. Let me have Psalm 84, verse 10. For a day in your courts. It's better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Coming to church should be a great delight. You must not be so tired. Sunday morning you're playing football. Sunday morning you're eating on mutuo. What is wrong with you? When you neglect your responsibilities at church, you don't care anymore. You're not concerned anymore. You know you have to sing. You have to come for a quiet me. You don't come, you don't care. You don't call anybody, you don't care. It's a sign. Tell somebody it's a sign. Yes. You know you have to sing on Sunday. Thursday you didn't come for a meeting. Saturday you didn't come. You know you have to come and clean the church. You don't come. You don't care. Sunday morning, just walking. You just don't care. you unconcerned. It's a sign. Tell somebody it's a sign. Hallelujah. Number three. Hallelujah. Number three. When you begin to detain sin. And You commit it, you entertain it, and you commit it. You begin to develop interest for certain things. For a very long time, you have stopped drinking things that you have stopped doing. Now, you're beginning to have interest in it. Now, you are, you are so fashion conscious, you are so fully in fashion. You dress some way, you are behaving. When you begin to do those things, listen, you are your, your love for God is getting cold. First John 2 verse 15 17. Begin to follow fashion, you are so fashion conscious, so crazy. Somebody came to my office and the shirt was all torn. I'm like, i say, you didn't actually destroy it or it's a also it's a design. Eh. Oh, God have missed you. So you and the madman, who's it? <laughs> what one difference the two of you? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, look, the love of the Father is not in him. The love of the father is not in him. When he begin to love the world, he begin to go back. Hallelujah. I pray to God to rekindle love. love. Let me talk to you about how to fall in love. How to fall in love. How to grow in love. And how to remain in love. Listen, this teaching will change your life, I'm telling you. You know, you cannot pretend to ask love for long. You cannot pretend. You cannot pretend to act love for long. If you don't genuinely love someone, after a while you give up. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Love for God will take you far. Beyond your wildest imagination. Beyond the world. you You cannot love God and not be noticed. I'm telling you. You cannot love God and not be noticed. When you see somebody who is in love with God, you, just, you, you can just tell that this person is a God lover. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May your love for God draw people to God. May the way you worship God be an enticement to other people. In the name of Jesus. Let me talk to you about how to fall in love. How to grow in love and remain in love. Romans 5 verse 5. I mentioned that love is an act. Romans 5 verse 5. It is what you keep on doing that shows what is inside. It is what you keep on doing that shows the love you profess. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Oh, my God. So it means the love is already in us. The love is already in you. The love of God is already poured out. It's already inside of you. All you have to do is do the things that keeps it burning. Activate the love inside of you. You have all that it takes to prosper in life. God has given you everything it takes to make it in life, to make it to the top. And I see God reviving that love inside of you in the name of Jesus. Receive it. If you want to fall in love with Jesus, if you want to grow in love with Jesus, if you want to remain in love with him, read your Bible. Make time for the word of God. Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Verse 103. How sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. Listen to this. If you want to love the Lord and always keep your fire burning, read your Bible. You get to know what God likes and what God does not like when you spend time in his word. Hallelujah. Read your Bible. Instead of always downloading apps that gives you nothing to benefit, instead of always going online and watching all kinds of things on YouTube, listen to this, download podcasts on your phone. Listen to. I, I see this church going on to podcasts very soon. All our sermons will be loaded. You always play back and listen to it. Hallelujah! Listen to the word of God. Always play back the, the audio that they send to you on your phone. Play it back and listen to it. Don't spend your time listening to all kinds of news that will not benefit you. No. Read the word of God. Fill yourself with the word of God. Just get intoxicated in the word of God. Read your Bible. That is what will change your life. When you go to trials in life, it is the word in you that will sustain you. Telling you, when you go to trials, sometimes when you go to some some challenges we are like a whole world is coming down but when it goes through challenges of life god will give you a word a word that you have read in his word and that word would strengthen you read the bible after you have read the word walk in obedience number two walk in obedience to the word of god what the word of god is telling you to do do it hallelujah john 14 verse 15 and then the same verse 21 and 24. John 14, 15. 21 and 24. If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 21. Verse 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, and it is he who loves me. Look at this. He who has my commandments, he who has the word and keeps the word, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me, Will be loved by my father, and I will love him and manifest, oh my god, myself to him. Oh, it's called verse 24. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the way which you hear is not mine, but the father who sent me. How many of us want to have a taste of heaven on earth? Hallelujah! It is simple read your Bible, walk in it. As simple as that. But it's like a magic. It will just change your life. Psalm 19 verse 101 and 102. I have restrained my feet from every evil way. That I may keep your word. 102. I have not departed from your judgment. For you yourself have taught me. Hallelujah. If you want to fall in love with Jesus. Grow in love and remain in love. You will love him and hate evil. Psalm 97 verse 10. You will love him and hate evil. You will hate evil with passion. Psalm 97 verse 10. You who love the Lord hate evil. You who love the Lord hate evil. If you remember the story of Joseph. How he, Joseph had to run away from Potiphar's wife. The Bible said he ran. He fled. No one sinned against God. No matter how sin is packaged. Please resist it. Run from it. Don't, be, don't try to play, I am strong. This is, sometimes you know that this is the one can fall. Just run. Run. Just go. Hallelujah. It's better. Glory to God. If you love him, you be patient with him. <laughs> Number four. If you love God, if you want to f- fall in love with God, grow in love and remain in love, be patient with God. Bible says that love is patient. You would never encounter the blessings of God if you are impatient. Hallelujah. Don't be blessing focused. When you love somebody and the person's always asking you for money, it's always asking, nah, I, mean, yes, I need this. It's like you're opportunist. You know? You know what I mean? Don't be blessing focused. Let me tell you something. When you love God, eh, he reduces your prayer topics. There are many things you don't even pray about. He gives you. The moment you ask, you receive it. If you love God, be patient with God. Whatever you are expecting God to do for you, I'm telling you, you will do beyond your imagination. Be patient with God. Some of us, because of impatience, you are in love with God, but if you don't care what you want, then your love go cold. What kind of love is this? It's better love. It flies away. It doesn't get what it wants. It just flies away. The minus you in Jesus' name. Yes. Hallelujah. Nothing shall separate you from God. If God, if you, if you don't bless me, I'm believing you for a husband. Even if you don't give my husband, I will still love you. God, if you don't heal me, I will still love you. God, if you don't give me what I want, I will, I am dying for you. Hallelujah. God, I will still love you anyway. Whether you bless me or don't bless me, I will still love you. Be patient. God knows you have to marry. Be patient. Be patient. Tell somebody. Be patient. Hallelujah! It's be glorious. Hallelujah! Be patient. In conclusion, serve God with your substance. Tell you something: your hand is connected with your heart. Those of us who pledge, and after you are pledged, you don't pay, is a sign that your love is cold, because you set other things above God. Other things take precedence over God. When you make a pledge to God. When you buy anything from the church. I know there's, no, no, there's nobody here who is like that. If you are owing, you bought something last year, i have not gone to pay. Please, go and pay. Hallelujah. If you want to love God, eh? listen to this. Pay your tithes. Be committed in tithe paying. If you cannot pay your tithes, it's a sign. Pay your tithes. Your hand is connected to your heart. Because of time, no, I don't like to go in too much. Hallelujah. We can write this verse down in the First Chronicles 29, 6-9. Number 6, be passionate about the things of God. Be passionate about the things of God. Work voluntarily for God. Don't work in the house of God expecting to be paid. I don't believe in that work voluntarily it shows your love for God do it religiously faithfully unto God not expecting any rewards work for God if you want to fall in love with God work for him be passionate about the things of God be committed do it voluntarily wholeheartedly. hallelujah somebody I thank God for your life you're going somewhere oh thank you Jesus the eye has not seen neither has the ear heard this man it's my prayer that all of us should fall in love with God crazily in love with God please God above everything God first everything else second don't let any man don't let anyone take you away from God don't allow anybody to take you away from God Serve God with your substance always give to him let's kindly be on our feet Listen to this. God will bless you. If you love God, he will bless you. Put it right on your heart. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I want to fall in love with you. All over again. Grant me unconditional love. And let me act love in Jesus' name. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let my love for you be deepened. Take me to the top. In Jesus' name, lift up your voice, begin to pray.
1: Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Lord. Help me, Jesus. Help me, help me, help me, help me. How deep is your love for him? Lord, help me to love you deeper and deeper and deeper. Lift up your voice and talk to him. I want to love you the more. Help me, Jesus. The Bible said the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Lord, help me to grow in your love. Whatever that is taking your place in my life, I drop them from today. Lift up your voice and talk to him. I drop any man, I drop any woman, I drop anything that is taking your place in my life. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to him. Lift up as talk to him right now. Thank you, Father. Blessed be God. 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 Blessed be, Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the enlightenment. Thank you for the grace that has been made available for your people. Father, to grow and to remain in your love. Let this grace be mighty upon your people in the name of Jesus. We as that whatever that has taken the place your place in our hearts your place in our lives we drop them from today in jesus mighty name the grace to grow deeper in your love is released upon us today thank you for your word we honor you lord in jesus holy name amen